The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Mary Magdalene stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabuni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. The Gospel of the Lord. We continue reading from the book of Acts, which is the history of the early church, and we're at Pentecost, and Peter has just given his famous first sermon. It's so powerful that many, many are converted on the spot. The outpouring of the Holy Spirit has changed everything. But Peter reminds them, yes, the Holy Spirit is now upon you, but remember what you did. And that's an important thing. He said, let the entire house of Israel know with certainty that God has made him both Lord and Messiah, this Jesus, whom you crucified. Now with that recollection of what they have done, they're cut to the heart. And they say, well, what should we do? And then Peter gives that famous announcement of the importance of baptism. He says, repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, so that your sins may be forgiven. So there we have one of the effects of baptism. All sins are forgiven, original, actual, plus all the penalties for sin, all wiped away. But then there's more. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And there's more. This is for your children. So we have all of these characteristics about baptism, which is why the Catholic Church so much emphasizes this sacrament. It's the sacrament of initiation. And that's why when we come into church, we dip our hands in the holy water as a reminder that we're renewing our baptismal promises because we make promises in our baptism. We will be faithful to Christ and the church and support the church in her mission, both temporally and spiritually. Well, then we get to the gospel, John chapter 20, and we have another very important statement that is made by Jesus himself. Mary Magdalene wants to hold on to Jesus. And Jesus says, do not hold on to me because I have not yet ascended to the Father. Now, why would he say that? He wants to emphasize that the ascension is really, really important. He now, with his glorified risen body, 
will be bringing that into the throne room of heaven, into the holy sanctuary. He is the high priest after the order of Melchizedek, and he's now going into heaven with his wounds in his glorified body. We know that because he showed them to Thomas. And he will now be offering sacrifice on our behalf eternally in the throne room of God. That's why the book of Revelation so much emphasizes that there is a heavenly liturgy going on. And it's at the highest level, the Lamb of God standing as though slain with all the myriad of angels surrounding and saints and worshiping. And it's because of that that we actually can be here today. Because what are we doing? We are participating in the eternal heavenly liturgy that our high priest is offering an unbloody sacrifice that's going on now eternally. And every time we have the holy sacrifice of the Mass, we are participating in that one continual sacrifice. The cross is being represented in an unbloody way. We bring our own intentions, our own sacrifices. We join them to Christ, the high priest, who is here and in heaven. And we're joined in this one great act of worship to the Father. And that's why what we do daily by coming to Mass is so, so important. Because the Mass has powerful effects, just as baptism does. Well, when we receive Christ, the risen Christ, in the Eucharist, we're then meant to go out and to bring Pentecost with us. We are an Easter people. Day in, day out, no matter what's going on in our lives, heartache, trials, death, loss of a loved one, whatever it is, we are an Easter people. We have a song in our heart. And that song is the praise of the angels in heaven in that eternal liturgy. And the two choirs are singing together. Let us rejoice and be glad and let us pray.